With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, May 22nd, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. If you've got something going on in your life that requires a little bit of extra care, thought, maybe you just need an extra set of eyes and ears on a situation, why don't you get in touch with us? Go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button. Of course, check the box if you'd like to come on the air with us live. Mark will walk you through everything else. While you're on the website, check out all the content, some free, some cost a little bit, and check out our beautiful new service. It's called Jill on Money Live. Now, a friend of the show said, I have to expand upon what Jill on Money Live really is. And the answer is, it's uh, in transition. I'm trying to figure out how to make it more of what everybody wants. So, so far, we just threw out a lowball price of 35 bucks to just get access to quarterly live webinars with very cool guests. But we're going to add more content. We've got interviews that are going to go up behind the paywall. We want to know what else you would want. What would you want to pay more money for? Not just more questions from other people, but other kinds of financial content. That's what we're trying to seek. So if you've got some input, you can just shoot us a note by going to the contact us button. Let us know. All right. And if you have a wonderful idea, I promise I'll credit you with all of that uh, ingenuity and creativity. (sighs) All right. I think we're getting there, Mark. It's very exciting. Today, we are talking to Jennifer, who's on the line from California. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm well. How are you? We are doing great. What's happening? How can we help you out today? So my husband is retiring at the end of this year, and I just want to kind of check in with you and see how we're doing. And this is a big change. Um, So it's kind of just stirred up feelings of like, are we on the right plan? What's going on? And just see if you have any input, comments, thoughts on what what we're doing. I have so many inputs and thoughts and comments. Uh, Let's see (laughs) if it has anything to pertain to your life. Now, Jennifer, how old are you? I'm 47. And how old is he? He's 51. He's so young. What's he going to do? I know, right? Well, immediately nothing. And then maybe something later. 
uh, when you retire at age 51, either you have piles and piles of money or you have a pension. <laughs> does he have either? Yes, he does not have piles and piles of money, but he does Darn have it. a pension. <laughs> okay, tell us about the pension. Okay, so gross, it'll be 9200 a month. Uh, so 110 a year or 6400 net per month. Will he also have health insurance with that or not? Yes. Okay. Yes, for all of us. So that when you say net of 6400 a month, is that net of the health insurance or net of taxes? Net of taxes, net of health insurance. That's actually what we'll get, what we'll okay. receive. Okay. And are you working still? I do. I work. Yep. And so total, we make 270 a year and 140 of that is me. Are you going to retire or not? Oh, no. no oh, I love good. my job. <laughs> no, I love my job. I work part-time. It's great. I'll be oh, trucking okay. along for a while. Wow. 140000 part-time. That's great. It is. It's really, really great. And it's actually fully benefited too. So oh. I love my job. Okay. So it, we didn't even need his. So are, are you guys on separate benefits when you say, for example, he's got health insurance. Is that for him only or for both of you? For both of us and our children. Wow. How old are your kids? Uh, 19, 17, and 12. He's going to retire. You're going to keep working until, is there some idea for you? I mean, it seems so far away. I'm thinking maybe like 62. I mean, how do I need you know, to know I'm going to be feeling? My job is fairly physical and mentally challenging. But like right now, it's great. I mean, I could see working, doing part-time work for quite some time. But I was kind of playing with 62-ish. Okay. Oh, let's just, let, that's fine. As long as we have a number out there. Yeah. Jennifer, although you are part-time, you are fully benefited. Does that mean you also contribute to a retirement account? I do. I do a 15% total. So I do the max and I do it all Roth now. So yes, there's no, there's no match. They'll give me a thousand dollars per year um, if I contribute that much, but that's it. Okay. I, it's like, okay, that's great. That's coffee for a whole year. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. I appreciate that. And, and, I, and believe me, I like my coffee. So that's good. How much money is in your retirement account right now? So my 403B is 700. Okay, great. And any um, retirement account in addition to the pension for your husband? Yes, he has. So a total of 391,000. Part of that's a 457 and part of that's a 401k. Any other old retirement accounts, maybe old IRAs that are floating around, anything that you have like that? No old ones. We do have a, a total Roth IRAs between the two of us of 70,000. Oh, great. That's great. Do you guys have a brokerage account? You know, I just started doing that. Um, so there's maybe like $1,000 in there. And that was kind of one of my questions for you is like increasing liquidity and, and adding to that and maybe making that more of a priority over continuing to add to my retirement or my my Roth, my Roth mm -hmm. 401k. What about uh, just plain old cash on hand? So that totals about 35000 and that's between high-yield savings, I-bonds, CDs. In terms of the kids, 19-year-old in college or not in college? She is. She's actually going to community college. We do have two years free at our community college. All and, right. Um, I know that's really nice. So yes, they each have five twenty nines. They each have about seventy thousand. Um, so the plan like is seventy grand each. Ninety. So each one of them yes. has seventy. Yes, that's correct. great. 
correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the plan is for people to go to community college and then get them through with that, that 70,000. How does it work in California? You, you transfer from your community college into a state school. Is that kind of the game plan? Yes. Okay. That's the game plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Because she's at community college, she lives home? Correct. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the house. Do you have a big enough house for, uh, you know, all the little kitties and that are now growing? Yes. Yes, you do. So it's worth seven seventy five. dollars um, We owe 216000 and that's at 1.875. Stop it. 1.875%. What's the term of that? So it was a 15-year refi a few years ago, so it should be done in 12 years. You just wanted to have something that was less than 2%. Let's be honest. You just wanted uh, you to know, like I, have I, that I, moment like, oh my God, I, I could have 2.7 for a 30-year, but that doesn't sound quite as good. I have a sub 2% mortgage. That's amazing though. I was. I was stalking rates and I was like, when it comes down, that's when I'm going to pounce. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's great. Okay. So how much does it cost you guys to support this household of five? So currently we are spending about $9,000 per month. That is obviously, you know, with everybody living at home, raising three kids, the mortgage, the whole, that's the whole thing. You guys are in such great shape. I I, I mean, so, okay. So 9,000 a month. So right now, if we had to, you could simply live off of your salary and bank the $6,400 a month net, correct? Um, pretty close. Yeah, pretty close. Right? So what's the game plan? He retires and then what? What would you like to happen? I mean, nothing. I think things just kind of truck along. I think, you know, he needs a he needs a break. He needs like an extended break. Okay. And then I do think he's going to probably get bored and want to do something. But like I said, I'm really happy in my job. And just to keep, I mean, I think I just want to know that, at retirement, I don't, I don't foresee our expenses changing that dramatically. I mean, mm-hmm. I know raising kids is super expensive and getting yeah. them through, but I do, you're like already to- like, you're, you've already had the really expensive part. Um, yeah. I'm going to travel and you're going to travel. Like this is yeah. going to be amazing. Okay. First yeah. of all, let's just kind of state the obvious. You're in great shape. You're in great shape. Now, I think that what you should be doing is essentially, you know, I don't know how you want to manage this. Just, you know, if it's easier for you to just say $6,400 a month is going into the brokerage account and we're going to build that up. That's fine. You can keep doing what you're doing, you know, presuming that you can kind of almost live on your salary, right? You know, and, and you can experiment with it. But, you know, in the meantime, it, it's an amazing story because presumably, number one, in 12 years, right before you turn 60, you are going to have that go away in terms of that mortgage payment's going to be gone. You'll own your house free and clear. And, you know, you'll work for a couple of years more if you want or if you don't want. But, you know, assuming that you can just, you've got plenty of money that's saved in the 457, in the 401k, in your 403b, you'll dribble that money out as you need, especially the pre-tax money, you know, before, you know, while your tax bracket's low, just dribble that money out and maybe even before. So we'll talk about that. And then you claim social security and you're done. You're done, Jennifer. You've done a great job. You can travel. You can do whatever you want. And he doesn't have to feel like he has to work. I think you're right. Like 51, if I think of uh, my 51-year-old self, you know, I don't care how hard you're working unless he was, uh, you know, working 19 hours a day for 50 years or something like he's <laughs> he's going to be 
bored and he will want to do something and your kids aren't that young. You've got like a 12 year old. So it's going to be like, you know, a year from now, 13 years old, this kid doesn't even want to talk to you. So, you know, like, okay, now do something. So you guys are in great shape. Here's the question I have. Once he retires next year, you're still in a, a real tax bracket, right? I mean, you are still in, uh, let's call it the 24% tax bracket, okay? Because you'll have your 140 and you'll have his 110. You know, it's a little bit less. You're still going to be solidly in the 24% tax bracket. So one thing you might want to consider is that, first of all, I would not put any more money in his 457 or his 401k in that pre-tax account. I would take all that money and I would pile it into probably your cash account for now. I wouldn't even put it in the brokerage. And then when he retires, I would start to maybe pull some of that money out of the 457 and 401k and I would convert it to a Roth for him. And the reason is that, you know, I... I, it would be nice to just manage the tax liability. You're going to be in a high tax bracket kind of for a while. And let's just get that tax paid and get rid of it. And then you'll have like literally no RMDs. Is your 700000 in that 403B, is that mostly pre-tax or post-tax or Roth? It's mostly pre. I just switched 100% Roth last year. Great. That's fine because it'll be easier for you to to manage this. So that's fine. Don't don't make any changes to yours. But for his, let's get that 400 grand out of there, or 391, and let's convert it. And let's use the extra cash flow that he has of that $6,400 a month to pay for the conversion. Again, you don't have to do it this year. I would do it next year when your income goes down. Not going to go down that much because he's still making a chunk of money. So I would convert that. I would then, you know, and again, stay, only convert the amount that keeps you in the 24% tax bracket. You could probably convert about 50, 60 grand a year. And then it'll be done. Like within five years, it'll be all done. And you'll be converted and you'll have your tax liability paid for while you still have cash flow, while you still have cash flow from your job. It's a beautiful thing. And I would beef up your brokerage account and I would not worry about anything else. You guys are in great shape. Any action that he takes towards a new job or anything like that should be something that is engaging for him. He doesn't have to make a lot of money. It just kind of helps the whole situation so that, you know, you have a little bit more money that's in that brokerage account so that if you decide, I'm 60, I don't really want to work anymore. I'm done. And, you know, for seven years until Social Security, you've got plenty of money that you can draw from. Does that make sense? Definitely. Absolutely. Do you guys have life insurance? We do. We each have, so we both have $300,000 term policies that are actually going to expire next year. And then Uh we each have an additional $300,000 through my employer um, and then some through his employer, which I don't know that exact amount. I mean, it's probably okay. Is his pension benefit a joint benefit for both of you? Correct. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So it's a little bit of a lower dollar amount, but you have the benefit if he were to pass away. Exactly. Yes. Smart. That's good. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't go out and get more life insurance right now just because, you know, you're getting a little deep in the life insurance age range where it starts to cost more. No no (laughs) offense, Jennifer. I actually very young. (laughs) I actually did do um, a a little, I was surprised when I saw what the the quotes were for our age. You're like, wait. That's so, so much more than I ever remember. Yeah, you know, 20, 20 years ago, it was not that amount. <laughs> I know, because we're all old. Have you guys done your estate planning documents? 
Yes, we did. We did a trust um, about 12 years ago with Durable Power of Attorney. Mm-hmm. Will, everything is all spelled out. So, Great. Yes. Great. Yeah. Did you? So you're not leaving all the money outright to the 19-year-old? Here, good luck. <laughs> we know. Isn't it funny no. when you have a 19-year-old when you like – it's funny when people are like, well, my – my attorney said I could just leave it to them outright. Then you have a 19-year-old and you're like, uh, no, no, that's not happening. No. That's not happening. No, I know. That's not happening. In fact, we probably need to update it now that she's actually an adult. And Yeah. I mean, it, if you have a trust, you may not need it. It's just the only thing you need to be aware of is how, like, how the faucet gets turned on for the kids once they become the age of majority. And some people do it through the will. Some people have trusts where they say, okay, you get a chunk when you're 21, you get a chunk when you're 25, you get a chunk when you're 30. But, you know, every family makes a different decision about that. All right. Yes. But yeah, it's worth doing just because, you know, I don't know when the 17 year old turns 18, but you'll have two kids that are quote unquote, the age of majority. So it's not a bad thing to just go back and be like, hmm, let's, what would happen? And do we really have people who still want our 12 year old? No, I'm sorry. Well, we would take her if she were 10 or younger <laughs> or 19 or older, but no, we don't want a teenager. Thank you. You're a t- so right. You're so, so correct. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're in great shape, Jennifer. Awesome. And um, I think your husband can take a nice breaky break and uh, then get back to work. So thank you for contacting us. Let us know how things go. If you, like Jennifer and her husband, are looking at your 50s and you're saying, okay, okay, wait a second. Can we really just take a breather here? Can we do something different? Are we ready to reset our lives? I know a book about that. It's called The Great Money Reset. But you can also just get in touch with us by going to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Don't forget, if you wouldn't mind, please leave us a rating and review on Apple lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 